1: Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha.
2: No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
3: So we're back with something completely different. Are you thinking about getting some work done around the house this summer or around the cottage? Our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades are here to explain why it's so important to make sure the plumber or electrician you hire is certified and properly trained, and I'm here with Sherry Haig, Director of Communications and Marketing, and Bob Onischuk, Director of Compliance and
4: Enforcement. Welcome. Thanks
3: for joining us. Thank
4: Thank you so much, Libya. We appreciate being here again. Um, I'm I'm one of many uh, condo owners in the city, or have been anyway, and, you know, we've always had this false sense that when we want something to get fixed, um, the condo board people bring in individuals, plumbers, uh, your air conditioning, and that's okay. But what we're seeing particularly right now and then it seems to be a flood into the different seniors buildings as well as that people are being brought in that are not qualified and they're coming in and doing work and particularly if you own the home but never mind if you don't own the condo you're just renting and the person's not qualified so this is an area where um, I think it's a wake-up call for a lot of people to make sure that you're asking or you're pushing your condo board to say are the people you're bringing in particularly if they're in compulsory trade like plumbing or HVAC that they're they're qualified. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. I'm just going to give the numbers out again
3: if people have questions or comments about this. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 866 740 And that's a, a very interesting point about condos because there are shared spaces in condos and if something Messes up because somebody hired the wrong person. Uh, you, the condo owner, are going
4: to be out on the hook. That's exactly the point. You're, you know, you may have some insurance, but do you really want to be dealing with that? So uh, it's really important that people push their their condo board because not just for your own safety, but that someone else is also, you know, hiring someone that's, that doesn't know what they're doing. And then everybody pays the price. And I don't know if you've ever been known anyone who's been in a building. One of my colleagues um, just bought a brand-new, beautiful condo two weeks in. It's an indoor swimming pool, which wasn't included in the advertising because <laughs> it was totally flooded.
3: Oh, well, okay, because it sounded like there was that you had some kind of personal uh, experience there, but now we know what it is. Wow. Uh, Bob, um, what uh, are the most common kinds of renovations that involve contractors that people say, okay, it's the summer, let's do this now?
5: Well, clearly, I think especially on a day like today, you're going to be looking at air conditioning. Uh, you, anything to do with that is uh, is a compulsory trade in Ontario. You have to know what you're doing. Electrical work, plumbing, uh, some HVAC work, uh, say you're having some duct work done and that type of thing those are the the most common ones. And I think to, to build on what uh, Sherry said, uh, I think the, the uh, condo boards, uh, if they do it right to start with, then they shouldn't be any problems. So if they're very cautious in who they're hiring, making sure that they're qualified, we have a very simple website to go to where you can check out uh, individuals to see if they're If they're uh, competent to do the work you're asking for and uh, following that, then it's just, uh, you know, it's relatively easy after that.
3: Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you mention air conditioning. I know even at at our home, we have one air conditioning unit and on a day like today, you think, well, actually, it doesn't really work for the whole house. Maybe you need to get another one in there and it's complicated because... Uh, it's an old house with rads and and you have to uh put it in a particular spot it's you know it's it's not uh the standard thing
5: so mm-hmm. clearly all the more reason to make sure that you have somebody who knows what they 're doing. technology has changed over the years, and uh you want to make sure that the person is up on uh, up on the latest thing. 20 years ago, you never heard of a, a geothermal furnace. Now it's becoming much more common in, in houses to have those types of things put in. So you want to make sure the person's qualified, that, uh, that you are paying your hard-earned money. Uh, you,
3: your certified professionals, I mean, they, they do upgrades on their knowledge all the time, mm-hmm. correct?
5: Yes. That's mm-hmm. a common thing that happens. They can either go back to community colleges or manufacturers have training on that type of thing as well.
4: I just moved into a a new apartment this weekend, and you know what the weather was like, and uh, they had just installed the air conditioning, and I was very grateful it was someone that knew what they were doing.
3: Okay, let's uh, go to the phones. We've got uh, Jane in Oakville. Hi, Jane.
2: Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I would like to address the uh, issue that your guest was talking about, about condo boards using trades that are qualified. This is a very difficult issue in Ontario because the condominium act in ontario doesn't give the proper rights to condo owners to protect them and the condo board is made up of of amateurs uh, that are just the people in the building who will step forward so it's the property management companies that we're all at the mercy of and they're using the cheapest contractors they can find and i live in a building managed by one of the largest property management companies in the world and uh, the tradesmen that come in uh, come in in unmarked pickup trucks and go by their initials and and aren't even incorporated and and uh, I had a, a problem where they did interior damage to my suite while working on a common element which was my door. The door is a common element that's owned by the corporation because of course they all have to match. And uh, their uh, unqualified carpenter came in and and did interior damage to my drywall and they refused it. They refuse to return it to its original condition, but there's nowhere for us to turn because we have fewer rights than tenants have under the Landlord and Tenant Act. They have a board to go to where a tribunal will make a decision in favor of either the landlord or the tenant. But as condo owners, the the current Condominium Act gives us no such rights and no such options other than civil litigation, which is very expensive.
5: Yeah, I... uh I, I would totally agree with you on that. Uh, and it's it's not much of a, a, a an answer for you to say that you have to keep on top of them. Um, my uh, thought on this is that the College of Trades hasn't been around for all that long. We're just into our fourth year now. And uh, the excuse used to be that, uh, you know, there was nobody out there that was kind of watching this stuff. It's... it's um, uh, for the compulsory trades, it's it's an illegal act to perform some of the work that uh, that you're talking about. So, I would suggest if you have um, issues with the quality of the workers that are coming into your into your condo, you you give us a call if they're doing say electrical work or plumbing work, and you're not sure of their uh, qualifications. Uh, certainly, give us uh, give us a call. We can send an inspector around to um, to actually check uh, to make sure that they are qualified.
3: Um, be, I, I have some more questions for you, Jane. Uh, but uh, our producer Michelle can give you the phone number uh, after uh, you get off the line. Uh, so I'm I'm just not clear here. So is it the condo board that hires the trades, or is it? the property manager?
2: Well, it's the property manager's responsibility, but the buck stops with the board. They, uh, if there's a problem, uh, they are the ones, they're the boss of the property manager. They hire the property manager. Uh, They uh, have to sign off on any major issues that the property manager deals with. So that's the way a condominium works. And there is a new Condominium Act has been passed, but it's going to take a long time to implement because they're creating a tribunal similar to the Landlord and Tenant Tribunal, and that's a big bureaucracy to build.
3: We're good at building bureaucracies here in Ontario. Yes,
2: that's true, <laughs> but we're not good at building them fast.
3: Uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, what happened? Did, did you bring it to the attention of your board that they hired somebody? Oh, on- I more
2: than brought it to the attention. I, I retained a lawyer at considerable cost, and they stood firm, and they offered me $90 for a can of paint to restore my, uh, uh, and including labor, to restore my interior to its original condition, and then they asked me to sign a, a non disclosure statement to say I wouldn't disclose the terms of the settlement,
3: Oh my goodness! I hope and you didn't my entire sign that.
2: <laughs> unit was painted professionally prior to their damage, and you know how hard it is to match a paint color several years later
4: uh Yes. You know, this is exactly what we're talking about is and we have to create more of a culture of awareness and also put a lot of pressure on on these boards on these uh these property managers and uh and also that's through posting about them, contacting us, having us go in there. I mean, we're just we're just starting this. We're hearing about this more and more. And this is exactly the type of thing that we want to stop. And as an organization that's non-government, we're now run by the trades we're here to protect those qualified uh, skilled trades people so we're, we're on the same boat as you are okay we have to take a break uh can you give us the website
3: before we take the break
4: yes it's a uh, college of trades.ca and there's a public register button click on that punch in the name of the person and if they're not on there then give us a call
3: Okay, um, so uh, thank you very much, Jane. That, that was a really uh, that's a really, interested, interesting and unfortunate story.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.
3: Welcome back. I'm here with our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades. I'm here with Sherry Haig, Director of Communications and Marketing, and Bob Onischuk, Director of Compliance and Enforcement. And we just heard from Jane in Oakville, who had incredible trouble with her condo board and uh, with the property managers hiring somebody unqualified. There was a problem with uh, work done in her unit, and uh, she is, uh, as they say, SOL, out of luck, because there's no tribunal from this, and you were saying that that she can turn to you, so just remind us what you would be able to do here.
5: Well, from my perspective, if it, if it's a complaint regarding some of the compulsory trades that we deal with, so the the, the ones that usually cause the most damage, electrical, plumbing. Uh, that type of thing, uh, simply call us. And uh, if you suspect, if, if, you've, uh, if you haven't asked the individual first for their qualifications and checked them, uh, or if you think that this is something a little dodgy, uh, give us a call and we can uh, send an inspector around to see uh, whether the work is being uh, done appropriately by the right people.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think really the key is um, for everyone, happiness is is not having a problem. So it's prevention. So, you know, you've got your iPad or even your iPhone. You can go on and just check that public register before anyone comes in the door. Ask to see the College of Trades membership card. Everyone's required by law who's in the compulsory trade to have that on them. And if they don't and they don't want to give it to you, then right off the bat, you probably know there's something up.
3: Okay, let's uh, go to the phones. We've got John in Brampton. Hi, John. How are you today? Fine. How are you?
1: Good. Good. Um, I'm a real estate broker. I have been for the last thirty years. Um, and uh, approximately ten years ago, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe a little more, maybe a little less, um, we noticed that there was a, a sudden spike in the uh, in the cost. Maintenance costs for most condominiums. Um, in addition, complaints, virtually constant flow of complaints uh, from individuals either buying or trying to sell a condominium. Um, it should be apparent to, uh, I guess, to the people who work for the uh, Competition Bureau that if something happened. Um, for this uniform pricing, and uh, in addition to that, all of the problems that suddenly appear, uh, I would have to, to be blunt, I would have to think twice about buying a condominium today. Uh, and that shouldn't be the case.
3: Mm-hmm. And what to what do you attribute this, uh, this thing that happened?
1: Well, you wouldn't want to say that there's any collusion in pricing and... and, and um, however, let's just say it looks an awful lot like there is. You know, it's kind of like the gas industry where, you know, they can't they can't control the prices, but they all have the same price at the same time. So, um, you have sometimes you have to take the obvious and um, you know apply it to, um, I guess apply it to what's happening in real life. Either accept it or fight it.
3: Well, there's uh, a market, right? And I guess one person raises their prices if they get away with it. Everybody else does too.
1: Follows. Not that's not what happened with gas we had uh we had a uh, Mr. McTeague who figured out a formula that had never existed in humanity previous to that uh, and he figured out this formula uh, and no we're we're we're
3: we're price. well aware of that. I'm talking about condo fees so so okay, what are you saying you're
1: saying it's the same thing it's the same thing. These companies are either incredibly lucky in that they're all doing the same thing at the same time or I think the, the um, you know the competition people should be looking very very closely at it, and and you know in addition to that, um, yes, so virtually every condominium has lawsuits, uh, and in most cases it's for work that was paid for never done. Uh, a lot of a lot of buildings lately, and, and this is this is something relatively new, weren't will not uh, be covered by CMHC or um or you know uh, gen capital okay mm-hmm. so what you've got is a situation where the only buyers for these buildings can be investors because you need 20 percent down minimum now that has oh, the effect oh, of lowering the prices okay on condominiums. J- uh,
4: john can we just yeah, okay. i just i'm gonna ask you one question uh i used to are you licensed with the real estate council of ontario I am. Yes. And you think that's important? You don't want people out there who are selling real estate because they're not licensed?
1: It, it only it's only common sense. The right. most valuable it's- possession you have and and it, it we're constantly being attacked by Mickey Mouse outfits who will literally cause your house, your street, your neighborhood to that's right. And that's
4: our point to here today. That's our point here today is, you know, why do you, you know, make sure you're dealing with someone who's invested, who spent the money in getting a license, and then you're going to get the quality work. So don't okay. go and hire someone who doesn't know what they're doing.
3: Okay, John, thanks for your call.
4: Okay, well, uh, so he's also seen a, a problem there. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm not sure um, uh, that's an, an interesting, I think, a whole other aside to it. But uh, once again, I think even, you know, the point of, of prices going up and what they do go up for is, is one thing. But uh, people need to know that maybe pay a little more for quality work and save a lot more uh, down down the road.
3: Well, it's. I mean, I think the, the same common sense thing applies. If it sounds like it's too good to be mm-hmm. true, it probably is. So people who get... St- sucked in by the promise of a huge deal, uh, you know, maybe it isn't. There's a reason for that. There's a certain, you know, there's a certain market value or there's a certain market cost to things. The other thing uh, that can come into play here is, is you know, when it comes to construction, I hate to say there is a lot of uh, the underground economy, mm-hmm. but if you're going to pay somebody in cash and you're not going to get a receipt,
4: you're not Going to have any kind of recourse? Yes, and we had a you know a sad state with a you know a retired school teacher who is eleven thousand dollars out of pocket because she paid some guy under the table who had no qualifications and he left her home in a mess and her uh, with um, with no money and uh, no no completed home. And uh, is there anything you can help her with? Well, on that? we did. I mean, once again, she said she wished she knew about the College of Trades and prior, and that would have saved her a whole world of heartache. Um, but because we were brand new, she wasn't aware of us. Um, what we did in that particular case, and that was uh, kudos to uh, the enforcement team at the college, is uh, they tracked down that individual, which we now post his name on the website, so people can go and check. So there's a bit of name and shame there, but that's really the biggest deterrent for these bad guys. But we, uh, we helped her with um, evidence, and so when she went to small claims court, uh, she was able to uh, to get a, a positive uh, judgment um, through some of the um, evidence that we, we helped her with. So, but you, we don't but want people to go to I, I know, mean, but
3: it, then I mean, you know, sometimes how do you even even
4: if you get a judgment, how are you going to yes, get paid? Yes, I know that's, right. that's 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 the other challenge, right? So, there's only so much we can do, and and so that's why it's and it's a lot of grief. And Make sure, even if uh, you haven't asked up front, but you're starting to in the middle of the project think that there's something wrong, make sure sure you call us then. The problem is, is once they're gone, we have to catch them in the act. And that's really important. So it's timing. And okay, so say
3: work has begun, uh, and somebody suspects something is wrong, and they call you, what what do you do then? Do you oh, show up? It,
5: this happens quite regularly. Um, th- yes, exactly that. We were, uh, especially as you allude to, this is construction. You kind of get the idea that if you're not there within three or four hours, perhaps, tops 12 hours, the problem is magically gone. So we do our very best to uh, get there within a reasonable amount of time. Uh, we don't typically work uh, eight to five. We'll go in evenings. We'll do weekends if we have to, uh, just to make sure that the consumer is protected.
3: But again, so you you go in, yep. you catch somebody, yep. probably they've already been paid. A, what do you do?
5: Oh, we uh, we have a, a number of tools, which includes laying charges, uh, issuing tickets, uh, finding the individual. Uh, we can't get the money back for them, so I mean, there's a message there as well, right? Uh, don't pay up front, uh, or else you you bear the brunt of that uh, that decision.
3: Well, usually people have to pay at least something up front. I always tell people you have to withhold some of you have to withhold some of that money, or your job's not getting finished. Yeah.
4: Well, and this little goes back to getting uh, references, too, and, uh, and, and making sure that it's, it's, you know, you're not going on to a website uh, and just uh, randomly selecting someone, which is where we see a lot of problems. Uh, yeah, do people actually do that? Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Um, some of the, the sites, and, and what Bob can, uh, I've, we've even just gotten and looked on, you have people that advertise as licensed plumber, licensed electrician. Nope. A lot of people put their license number right on their truck.
5: Uh, that's for different organizations. Oh, it is? Okay. Uh, yeah, different organizations. Uh, hey, I'm, have at it. If, if they're confident enough uh, to do that, that's fine. Uh, but those are that's for, like, the technical standards and the um, electrical safety authority. You're required by law, again, to put the numbers on your vehicles. So.
3: Learn something new every yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, again, what about, you know, in the, in, in the summer, in the neighborhood, a lot of people— come door to door, or they leave a car, they say, I'm doing work in your neighborhood.
5: So I, I have a standard answer for that. If you've got five guys at the end of your driveway all telling you how good they are, because they're not going to tell you how bad they are. They're going to tell you that they're the cheapest because they want your business. They want to wire your basement. Um, go to our registry first and check their qualifications, then that will help you weed out some of them and make a better decision.
3: Okay. Uh, let's go to Rick in Aaron Ontario. Hi, Rick.
5: Hi. How are you today?
3: Fine. How are you?
1: Great. I have a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, I'm a licensed contractor, but you get a lot of homeowners who don't want to pay the HST, so they're quite willing to pay cash. and. They don't look for a license. They're just looking for a cheap price. So it makes it hard for a licensed contractor to compete. Um, like you you said about the teacher who paid the guy cash. Well, was she charged for trying to evade paying taxes on the HST when this all came out? Because obviously that's why she hired that individual. Now, my other comment is property managers. Yes, there is collusion. Um, there's a lot of property managers that are in bed with contractors.
3: You don't want to libel anybody (laughs) on our air, uh, but go on. (laughs) Oh, he's gone. Uh, i don 't know if he was cut off seemed to be cut off in a uh, very abruptly, so i'm assuming that's a cell phone thing uh, so what do you what do you say to your members who make that point that it's hard for them to compete against people who are willing to undercut them?
5: We realize that the uh, underground economy is a living, breathing thing supported by a large number of people. But we also realize that uh, tradespeople who have done what they're supposed to do, they've invested a lot of time and money in getting their qualifications. We have uh, initiatives that are aimed right at getting at the underground economy. That's, that's part of our job is we realize that it's, uh, it touches a couple of things with us. It doesn't protect our members uh, and it doesn't certainly protect the public. They're exposed to these uh, charlatans that are coming around and, and promising them everything and delivering nothing. And I just as soon deal with that before the incident happens than uh, when it's too late and after the work's been done.
3: Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, and again, so you have people, um, do people ask for references?
5: Absolutely. That should be part of what you do is ask for references. Give us, myself, uh, I had a roof put on. Uh, tell me some other houses in the neighborhood that you put roofs on. Let me talk to the people. If you're proud of your work... That shouldn't be a problem for you.
3: Well, exactly. I can't imagine doing something like that. uh, You know, we had uh, several rounds of renovation on our very Mm -hmm. old house. And um, and unfortunately, our architect who's doing it is not well. But but I love our contractors and everybody who worked with him. They were fantastic. And I would recommend them to anybody.
4: Mm -hmm. And that's what you should do with the skilled tradespeople.
5: Yeah. I think you'll find that... uh, They're, uh, as we've alluded to, they might be slightly more expensive, but at the end of the day, you're going to have a lot more satisfaction of it, and uh, you will not be worried about whether the work was done properly or not. Five years down the road is when you're usually going to find out that something wasn't done correctly. You don't want to go through that. No. No.
3: Okay, we only have
4: uh, about 20 seconds left. Sherry, do you want to uh, leave us? What do you want to leave us with? Uh, just once again, knowledge is power. So uh, make sure you do uh, that little bit of homework, which uh, is making sure you, you check our public register that that. 30-second check on the website could save you thousands and lots of avoided heartache.
3: Okay. Thank you so much to our trusted contributors from the Ontario College of Trades, Sherry Haig, Bob Honestchuck. That is it for today's edition of Fight Back.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned
1: 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So can we cut the cake now? You betcha.
2: No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.